All right, we are rolling. Um, okay. I'm David G. And I'm Cooper. I am Arpon. Feel it for the good moments. And learn from the bad. You're in the right place. This is the Live and Learn podcast. Okay. <gasps> Welcome. It's good to be back. It's been <laughs> a couple weeks. And, you know, I had a really good vacation. Where'd you go? I went to Utah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I great. I missed you guys. It's been a couple weeks since I've seen David. Mm-hmm. Arpon pops his head in the office a lot, so I get to see him. <laughs> but Utah was cool. Uh-huh. I skied. I fished, hiked. Um, interesting thing out there. Uh-huh. I was hanging out with some of my friends' work buddies, and they had this this pen and it kind of looked like you know like the delta eight delta 10 like dab pen mm-hmm. but what they really had in it was concentrated dmt <laughs> and if you know Dude, anything, that sounds sick <laughs> yeah and um Yo. i didn't try it just to be clear i was steering clear of that uh-huh. i'm uh kind of i steer we're away from psychedelics but uh no, we were in the... No, I don't want it. I don't want it. Continue. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, we were out in the desert in Utah. Um, where was it? I don't, know. Some, I don't know. It was south of Salt Lake City in the desert. Some ca- big canyon area. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few of my friends were trying the DMT pen. I mean, it's it, it was so sketchy. It was like they were doing like... Um, yeah, it was like they were doing like crack or something because the dude had to take a <laughs> lighter. He had to take a lighter, uh-huh. heat up like the chamber that the DMT was, the DMT oil was in, and then they had to like quickly like suck it down before like the the heat dissipated. Yeah, and oh, I does guess it, like tarnish over time if you like if you don't hit it fast enough or something. I well, I think it's just like the heat. If it's not hot enough, it won't vaporize or whatever. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But like, I God. I mean, I, I was fascinated. Yeah. I didn't really want to try it, but they're like, they were so into it. These guys were like, yep, mm-hmm. you got to hit it once and mm-hmm. it's like good. But then if you do like the triple tap, where yep. you like, you Not the go once, <laughs> twice, three times, and uh-huh. it's just the best. And apparently it's yeah. supposed to be like the peak of like an acid or mm-hmm. like shroom high. Yeah. But all you're getting is like the visuals and it's like straight. Well, that, that's what I've like understood it as. Um, because I actually hear like a lot of like, uh, people talking about it as this like tool to like know yourself better, Yeah, you know, as like, as like kind of corny and like hippie that sounds, that's like all I ever hear about it. It's like, I think Dave Chappelle said, like, if you ever want to meet God, take DMT. Yeah. I'm like aware of like, there's like, um, uh, therapy sessions like you can pay for where you like go out in the fucking desert and do like dmt yeah with like a shaman and That's everything like the ayahuasca trip or uh, something i'm trying to meet the celestial snake bro i think uh you gotta you gotta hit the dmt pen if you want to meet the celestial Dude, snake, that, that's wild though they're putting dmt in pens now i know i was really wild like <laughs> when they said that and like dude you gotta hit this i'm like yeah uh, I'll stick to the beer and, uh-huh. and the others, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm happy where I am in life right now. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need I'm to be uh, having any visitations <laughs> with celestial beings. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but you know, it was fun yeah. to watch them because, yeah. like, it's like they hit it and then it was dead silence, peaceful mm-hmm. for like 15 minutes. Wow. And then they'd like, I guess it's like they'd come out of it. Yeah. Which I don't get. How do you like have a full on like full blown full blown trip, and then they're like, oh, you just come out of it like it never happened. Well, like, like <laughs> doesn't uh, salvia work like that too? I am unfamiliar with. Or like salvia. you're just like fucking gone for five minutes and then you're like. Oh, normal life. Yeah, that sounds similar. Yeah. You know. Well, no, because like I'm pretty sure you still maintain your like personality and sense of self when you're on DMT. Hmm. Um, I think it's just um, you're sent on a vision trip. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is like, or at least what so I've been uh, uh-huh. what I've been told is yeah. is that DMT occurs like in very low concentrations naturally in your body. Mm-hmm. And when you die, there's like some crazy release. Oh, is that why DMT. people are always talking? Oh, you know, whenever you're like close to death, you see God. Or something yeah, like that, something right? like that. So apparently, you know, there's they, whoever, yeah. I, my source is Nathan. I'll just say this right uh-huh. away, so we have some context. <laughs> Has Nathan done DMT? Um, Nathan was on the trip. I won't disclose if he did or did not do the DMT, but I'll leave you to your own assumptions. Oh my God, Nathan, the mad blood. But yeah, anyway, so the whole thing is like, oh, yeah. um, it's like, yeah, it's like you're dying or, you know, it's like you're having the mm-hmm. visions like you're dying, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is maybe why you have such a intense experience. But yeah. Anyway, that's just, that was an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, great experience. Yeah. We did some climbing too. Mm-hmm. I... I Love climbing, but I never do it enough, so it was fun to go out and do that. Yeah. Hello. But yeah, good to be back on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, glad uh, our boy Mishkat could sit in for me, right? He was, he was <laughs> yeah, sitting. yeah. He was, in, uh, he was in when you were out. Uh, did a bit of chatting with us. Yeah. Um, yes. Mishkat's a good kid. Well, um, I guess I will I will lead off here today because I kind uh-huh. of... I took responsibility for um, our discussion, but uh-huh. today I I thought I've been thinking a lot about about this um, this concept, this idea mm-hmm. of of what like what a legacy is and creating your own legacy. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we're all kind of inspired by you know very famous people, very successful people. That's a common theme that we have. Yeah. on this podcast is we kind of strive for success and with that success comes um, recognition mm-hmm. which is your legacy right um, maybe you're re- uh, seeking success just for your own personal gain um, and maybe not so much seeking the fame that comes along with it but um, regardless perhaps that legacy um, follows you that recognition or maybe some people and I think a lot of people, especially maybe like politicians, mm-hmm. they, their soul or one of their main motivations is their legacy is because we all want to be remembered, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, when we die, how long are we going to be remembering? Well, actually, I, I think um, I think we hit this like a uh, topic point with Mishka a while. Oh, back. really? <laughs> okay. Um, well, just, just like the, the specific part of like, you know, whether or not we want to be remembered. Yeah. Um, uh, and kind of like my, my general like, consensus on the ordeal is I honestly could care less 
um, if like a bunch of like people like knew who I was or like remembered me. Ultimately, really, all that matters to me as far as like um, my memory or like um, my legacy, and we'll like get into like legacy a little later. But um, so long as I I'm aware that I did cool stuff, I know that some people enjoyed the cool stuff that I did. I have good people around me that cared for me. And you um, enjoyed all the cool stuff you did. Exactly. You know, and if that's the case, like, that's fine. I don't need a bunch of people. Um, I would be very fine with, like, a finite pe- amount of people saying, oh, that was pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah. I'm on the same boat as you. I think when I was younger, mm-hmm. perhaps was a bit more naive. <laughs> um, Young, I had dumb and full of cum. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm still one of those things. <laughs> I'll let you guess what that is. Um, but uh-huh. yeah, when I was younger, I had like these uh, grandiose dreams of like specifically being like mm-hmm. a great scientist that would save the world, yeah. whether I would come <laughs> out with some amazing cure for uh-huh. cancer or solve climate change by Mm -hmm. inventing a amazing renewable energy source i had this and i think it was like in high school going into college i had these grandiose dreams of you know stop doing that (laughs) of of like saving the world in Uh some sense and i think part of that um part of that desire was also i wanted like kind of the fame and recognition for it Mm -hmm. because not only am i you know, helping out other people, ideally, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm going to be saving the world, it's mm-hmm. for the benefit of other people and other living things. But then yeah. along with that comes like the fame and recognition, which mm-hmm. is the legacy. Mm-hmm. But as I've grown older, I think I've grown into the mindset that you uh, discussed is mm-hmm. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> as long as I'm having a damn good time, yeah. and I'm, I have my circle and uh-huh. we're all we all know what's up between each other and like i i'm actually like completely the opposite i think when i was younger i was like very okay with being mediocre like i just wanted to live oh don't don't confuse any of that for mediocre none of we're not don't don't confuse that but continue yes No, no no like what do you mean don't confuse that don't confuse that description with mediocrity no, like I, I mean mediocrity. Like, uh-huh. I just want to be this, like you know, kind of just like, average, a decent person at a job that uh-huh. makes enough money to survive. Uh, sure, okay. And that I see. that was my goal. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I just want to be happy, make enough money, call it a day. Yeah, peace out some night, right? Yeah. Um, but as I got older, I was like, holy shit, I could do so much. And then, like, I, I was like, oh, my God, I want to do this, this, mm-hmm. this, and this. It's kind of overwhelming, to be honest. Yeah. Just how many options we have for, yeah. you know, what we can do and what we want to become. But then, like, in the last couple of years, I've kind of realized that, like, you know, it's it's a balancing act between mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of want to do some cool stuff. But, like, at the same time, like... Uh, I just want to like chill, you know. Like I, I don't, I don't want to make a whole fucking deal out of it. The only thing that I will be very adamant about is mm-hmm. like, wow, I want there to be a rave. That like, like my funeral should be a rave. Like I want people like 
fucked up uh-huh. just like partying like oh yo speaking of that did you guys like see that story a while back about like this guy um he died and is like i think it's like final wish was for his homies to like um epoxy his body bring him to oh the club and then have a party like while he's there okay i wouldn't want that i don't want <laughs> oh my, my fucking body embalmed <laughs> and shown in a nightclub <laughs> That reminds me of, do you guys uh, know who Jeremy Bentham is? Hi, I can't say I'm familiar. He was a 19th. This is a f- funny story for mm-hmm. any viewers who don't know. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy Bentham was, a, I believe, a 19th century philosopher. Mm-hmm. And his, like, his, like, final wishes to, like, the royal society or whatever society he was a part of was to be embalmed and to, like, always be like in the institution mm-hmm. that he worked in mm. so they granted his request yeah but you know back in the day embalming was like not a very good process especially for humans too like yeah. it's one thing to like embalm an animal and it's like yeah that looks uh, pretty close but like yeah. humans like <laughs> we don't have fur on our faces so like any little things are kind of any yeah. minor discrepancy it's like whoa yeah you're that, seeing all uh, that detail that's that's Jeremy Bentham. He's uh. not looking so hot. But anyway, funny funny uh. thing about that is like later on, uh, going into like the twenty the early twentieth century, yeah, is like one of the rival schools actually stole his body. <laughs> he like disappeared for a while because one they of the rival schools went in and body. stole his body. That is hilarious. That's an awesome senior prank, prank yeah. dude. <laughs> Bro, um, that's that's fucked. I think that I think he's so <laughs> he's since been returned, but uh, yeah, oh that was I learned God. that uh, uh, freshman freshman philosophy course NDSU. Um, anyway, that, Pick it up. But I mean, th- I mean that's the thing. Like, <laughs> that's part of like our legacies, or at least part of like how we want to be remembered. It's uh-huh. like, would would you really see yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Embal- like how do you see yourself embalmed with your boys did you partying know, in the club but like <laughs> did you know what? the body of vladimir lenin is still embalmed and shown in the red square i do i feel like i heard that i do know i do know that he was like shown for a while i didn't know he still is being he's still display. shown probably pretty crusty dude yeah he's yellow as fuck the ghost of the Bolsheviks will be yeah, Dude, that's di- that's have, that's disgusting. They have dude, to like... re-embalm him, I think, every three years. So, like, the amount of times that they, they've embalmed this body, like, the body is completely, like, yellow. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, that's the chemicals. That's that, like, the color you know, at that rate, like, the fucking... You can't even, like, feed him to, like, anything anymore. He's just become too toxic for any being He's to consume. Simpson-colored. <laughs> But that also has led to Russia having the best embalming technology in the world. (laughs) Okay, so what you're saying is you need to have your rave funeral in Russia. That would be fucking sick, dude. But hopefully by by then, actually raving uh, in Russia sounds like a met. Like that would be fucking awesome. Russia does have some really good uh, EDM venues. Yeah. Everything, I mean, fuck mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin and of the course. whole war, but I mean, Russian culture, I, I mm-hmm. do like Russian culture. It's cool. Like Russia, France, and Germany, I feel like those are like the three main hubs of like EDM in Europe. Okay. 
I've been to a couple EDM places in Italy. They weren't too bad, but I guess I don't <laughs> have anything to compare it to. So mm. I will take your word for that. <laughs> I've never been to a single EDM. <laughs> Uh, I, personally, I've never, I've never really took a liking to EDM. Um, Damn, it's just, it's just high energy consistently, and that's a, that's yeah. That's I can handle it, it for like an hour, and then like you need a break. But well, like some there, people there, just go for hours and hours. Yeah, there's there's a reason why there are uh, implements that help with the going for hours and hours. Implements. Yes, you know, implements. That's a, that's a way to put it. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then you fucking get dehydrated because you keep moving, sweating, and then you just die. Yes, sir. You got to drink that water. I'll always stay hydrated. Hydrate or dehydrate. Yeah. Say. The, uh, one, true. the one that I went to, and I think this is pretty common, honestly, yeah. is like when they shoot the flames out. Like, mm. Especially it's like front row stage and they're shooting the flames out. What if those things just like malfunctioned, like fell down, or like some dude just crawled up on stage at the wrong time yeah. and just got flamethrower fire blasted? Just barbecue. All of a sudden, there's just a roasting corpse. <laughs> the music stops for a moment. Everyone's like, oh shit. And then it drops again. <laughs> See, but like, look, man, that, that's not even the venue's fault. That's just like, you were just a moron. Yeah, that's that all would be you. the sickest beat drop. <laughs> like I feel like that dude would die happy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he uh, achieved maybe the greatest legacy that he or she or that they them <laughs> ever could have dreamed of. <laughs> I I suppose, man. No, man. E EDM ain't really for me, dog. I'm yeah, well, what's what's going on with Lollapalooza? Wasn't there a whole fucking debacle with like Kanye canceling on that shit. No, not I not Kanye was canceled. Uh I mean that's that's always in the air. <laughs> um it wasn't Lala Palooza, it was um what the fuck is the other one? Uh not fucking Burning Man, but the other one. Coachella. It was Coachella. Oh, it was Coachella. Um We're not yeah, even hip with the West Coasters. <laughs> no Coachella. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Kanye was supposed to do a set at Coachella, but, like, I think last minute he decided, you know what, I don't even want to anymore. And so he no, did. No, it wasn't his reasoning, like, I want, I want to focus on my, on myself, on my mental health. No, Kanye would never say that. I'm pretty sure. Kanye would never say that. Kanye's mental health like he, is he, perfect, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the reason why I say he would never say that is because he doesn't think he has a mental health problem. No, I I feel like the the official release of the reason why he didn't want to go was like, uh -huh. hey, I want to focus on myself. Like, uh, there there's been a bunch of negative energy around uh -huh. me. Like, I just want some time for myself. Well, if that's really the reason, you know, God bless, bro. You I'm not sure he'd be booed off or something, or some scandal would happen. Nah, dude. And Kanye would flip out. Nah, dude. People people <laughs> love Kanye. Like, I I would love to see the day when people turn on Kanye and just like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Kanye. And he gets booed off stage. I don't okay, think that could right. happen. I think people like dick ride thinking, him too hard. Thinking of Miscat, I do mm. agree with you now. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> I, I've said it once. I've, I'll say it again. Miscat is a dog for Kanye. No matter what Kanye does, he will always be at his beck and call. But yeah, um, no, we yeah. all we all, all want to be remembered to some extent. Maybe mm -hmm. we don't care to be remembered by everyone, mm -hmm. but 
I mean, I'd like to think that, you know, I want to be remembered by my family and mm-hmm. people and my friends. Yeah. And uh, perhaps a generation or two down the line. But it mm-hmm. doesn't really... For some people, maybe it would not sit well for them to imagine being forgotten mm-hmm. after a few generations. But mm-hmm. for me, you know, it's uh, dust, feel, in, dust I mean, in the wind. Yeah, it just depends on, like, how, like, content you are. Because like, I feel like... How many generations do you, does anybody get remembered for? Like, do you know your grandparents, like, great-grandparents? Well, and, and that I, entirely um, depends on impact. Yeah, well, let's see. So, I mean, right, you'd have... Four sets of great uh, grandparents, right? Yeah. So I know like one set of my great grandparents, and I think I know like my great grandfather was Casper. I couldn't even tell mm-hmm. you what my great grandmother's name was. So like, yeah. that's not even that's mm-hmm. like hardly three generations. Me, I did us do not know the uh, like my grandma is dead already, but like I still don't know her name because I never referred to it to her as her, like by her name like it was just always just someone? grandma like you could easily of, find I that don't answer. think none of my cousins know either like ask, i could, like I could ask uncles. my uncles but like you know i'm not going to devote that much time into it no, and, and that's my point you could find out it's not like you couldn't find out yeah but like the the the, the thing is we're trying to like prove like you know even within family, like yeah. families, like it, you know, it is literally names all and like you know, you got to be a pretty like affluent family, and then you got to have like the family tree and mm-hmm. like the whole culture around your family, mm-hmm. where like you're sat down at a young age and like, oh, you're in fourteen hundred ninety two, your great grandpappy Christopher Columbus. <laughs> technically, technically, no, dude, I, I knew people like that. Like, I, in, literally in middle school, I remember there was a girl who brought in her like family history book yeah. because I think we were in like the Civil War unit. It's a, I feel like it's a in, southern like, a thing book. too to like remember your family. Oh no, way no, no. Back like uh, I have, I have an uncle. Remember the South? Yeah, I have an uncle who has uh, a book that's like really fucking old and crusty but like it has hand drawn like stems the and pages are crusty like yeah. stuck together yeah fuck you <laughs> okay continue uh, it's just old it's really old yeah. uh, <laughs> and it has like hand drawn uh, lines and leaves that has the names of every every single person from like you know mm-hmm. i don't know 15 16 generations yeah. ago well i feel like you in america like there's so many like people who have come to America and then they perhaps like mm-hmm. uh, where they came from, wherever their family is, they're still holding on to like that rich family history. But then mm-hmm. if you've immigrated to America, like you kind of lose that yeah. in a couple of generations. Like maybe my grandfather and great grandfather, they knew a lot more about their family history, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's diluted and diluted mm-hmm. through like the American sure. diffusion of culture. Yeah. I mean, and that's, like, the thing. With culture, like, it shifts and changes over time. Um, Unless, like, you're really, like, not necessarily forcing it upon um, your predecessors. Uh, But you... It's not going to happen unless you teach it. Mm -hmm. And even to that extent, it's like, it may get interpreted differently. It also kind of depends on how, how well history was kept back in the day, too. Yeah, because like if if the region where you lived, like the history is just kind of lacking, and like nobody mm-hmm. really cl- kept the history, or like 
there was a massive fire and like you know yeah. most of the books got burned down or something mm-hmm. like that yeah if there's no like, culture to speak yeah. of then there's no like, culture to pass on there's like really cool shit where like you know uh i knew this girl in high school who like just like from her last name like she looked it up and like you know uh, found all of like the uh, your like uh, br- uh in like the family originated in England mm-hmm. and like found all the like crests and like, you know, family rituals and all that shit. And like, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you need to be like kind of part of a bigger family to do that. Yeah. And secondarily, there has to be that infrastructure of history. If you're, sure. if your family history, they were like coal miners or something, yeah. you're not going to find any, anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's, there are some people love, who like, put way too much time into it and like find all that shit though which is no, kind of impressive like, there's like there's a lot of like old people out there that one of their hobbies is like genealogy and literally all they do is spend time on fucking like um what are the fucking genealogy websites it's like uh ancestry. Ancestry. Yeah. yeah ancestry.com um it's another one 21 and me is one and I think me. I don't know it's, there's there's so many of them yeah. now it's like Dude. anyone will genotype you I or think not like, genotype but sequence your genome I think yeah. I think in high school uh like people around me were like doing the whole like uh ancestry.com thing mm. and I was like damn I'm going to do it too I searched up my last name and damn nothing showed up and I was like ooh Well yeah you're, you're not from here you I wouldn't know. have any records here Yeah yeah, it really doesn't work unless like you come like you you're from um, but, like the UK way they, the way US, they sell it is US. like damn we will tell you everything about your your entire like you know uh, they just it's like 120 bucks and they send you like a pie chart of what percentage you are of like <laughs> yeah. European uh, uh, like Asian and you know whatever yeah. else you are isn't there one that like shows you like um, your like old predecessors and stuff well, that's ancestry. That's if, ancestry. I think it's if they're in the database or if mm, yeah. I don't know. I How do they even get know. those records? I think uh, most of it is Ellis like Ellis Island stuff or yeah, like immigration records. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of just like um uh, land ownership, mm-hmm. land deeds, company formations. Those are like the main sources for it. I think. Sure, but like I'm just um I'm just surprised how like one company just like gathered all of that information because I feel like it'd be like locked away in some like U.S. record or something. Nah, it's on Google. I bet <laughs> Google Google just, owns all the data. Just, <laughs> Google does have everything. It's just having the time and patience to do it. <laughs> I feel like most people could do it if they wanted to. Some people are into that too. You know, yeah. it's like a puzzle, putting the puzzle <laughs> pieces together. I personally despise puzzles, <laughs> but uh, fuck a puzzle, bro! Didn't you literally get a puzzle for Christmas uh, two years ago? And reluctantly, I completed it. It was <laughs> a pig on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been offensive to my uh, girlfriend's mother if I didn't complete it. So, but no. For the record, I I had fun. I did the puzzle with my sister and my girlfriend. And you know uh-huh. what? It was a great bonding moment. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it wow. was. Fuck puzzles. But <laughs> that particular puzzle, I will remember. <laughs> <laughs> For the agony it put you through. Yeah. Uh, motorcycle. 
I don't know. I was like, I, I, I was into like puzzles for a very short amount of time, and that was like the period of like probably like, I don't know, like seven to eight, maybe seven to yeah. nine, where I just didn't have anything else better to do. I was into three D puzzles. Three D puzzles. Yeah. Aren't those like a relatively new thing? No, they've been around for a while. Like I remember when I was like four. Aren't those just like Legos? No, uh, they're like I have some at home. They're they're well, the ones that I played with were like these cast iron, uh, like different shapes and shit. Where like you need to do something to oh, like break them okay, I see apart. What you're talking about. And then like put oh them yes okay mm-hmm. yeah the mind boggler puzzles like. It's like two like metal rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I actually have that specific one too. I actually played with those a lot too. Yeah. And those were fun. Yeah, no, th- those are like fun because it's actually interactive and you're using yeah. your head like a puzzle. You're just like, okay, this one doesn't fit. All right, next one. All right, this one doesn't fit. Okay. How about this one? No. Got to try somewhere else. Start sort of, yeah. Yeah, because I don't like, have the patience for that. Yeah, and like the thing with like the 3D puzzles is like yeah. the second you figure it out, you feel like a fucking god. But like yeah. if if you're doing like a regular jigsaw, wow, you put it all in a box again, you're still gonna take the same amount of time to build it. No, but like it's like you, you still get like a certain amount of like you know achievement and fulfillment after uh, putting together a big puzzle. Yes. You know, it's like, ah, after all this effort, I'm done. There are some weird people that, like, fucking... Not the last piece. There are some weird people that fucking super glue that shit onto cardboard and, like, hang it up. Yeah, sure. No, I, I, I can dig that. It's like, you know, this is an achievement. I did it with, like, these people. I'm proud of it. It's a picture I like. Let me hang it. Take on like, a motorcycle. If it's, <laughs> I was, like, a 500-piece puzzle, I would yeah. only frame it if it was, like, a thousand or more pieces. Because yeah. that's, like... What's what's the highest piece puzzle you can buy? Oh, I'm pretty sure you, you can get like the size of this table. Fifty thousand pieces more. I mean, it's unlimited. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a puzzle. Some the puzzle community. Yeah, I'm sure it's huge. Oh sure, I and mean, and they're like, let's all get together and do this million piece <laughs> puzzle. <laughs> In fucking Times Square, dude. <laughs> no man, I, I'd rather build Legos. I'd rather, I'd rather do like I do like the instructions. The instructions are fun. Okay, put in your put in your bets. How much? How many pieces do you think this puzzle has? I'm gonna go two and a half million. Two and a half million. Okay, no, no, maybe that's somebody needs to build this in a that's lifetime, bro. That's, that's too much. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say go, three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. I'm gonna go seventy-five thousand. Okay, you, you both of you are fucking insane for. We're pulling those numbers, but it's for forty thousand. Forty thousand okay. is the biggest. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the name of the piece is M- memorable Disney moments. Oh, cringe! It's Disney. Yeah. It's How much all... do they cost? Oh, I should check that. One dollar per piece. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Bro, if I'm putting together a $40,000 puzzle, it better, like, be a treasure map to some, like, buried treasure somewhere. Yep. It's the Holy Grail. Yes. The fountain of youth. Yo, you know what I recently learned? So, I was talking to my boss the other day, and he was telling me about how he will occasionally, like, go on the dark web. Just, like, see what's out there. It's not as much as I thought it'd be. Um... Uh, just to see like what he can like uh, what like new stuff is out and about. He was telling me about how you can buy 
um, cracked uh, credit cards. So basically, you got this like you know credit card that will basically give you money out of any ATM that you go to, and you just like you just go up, stick it in, put it. Sounds like an easy way to get arrested. Oh, I'm sure it is. <sighs> and but, I'm sure the guy selling the cards is just making bank. Oh yeah, dude. He was telling me like I think he said they're like twenty five thousand a pop. So like. And then, like, mm. you got to, like, try and recoup your investment <laughs> by just running around ATMs. Sure. And there's just a serial ATM mm. thief. Like, Yeah, basically. Oh, he was also telling me that apparently, like, ATMs are getting stolen more often these days. Locally, anyways. I was like, huh. Like, someone's just, like, yanking that shit? They're just yanking them, bro. Dang. Getting I mean, the fuck I'm out. I'm sure there's, like, bitches out. the insider information from, like, the manufacturers or maintenance people, mm-hmm. and then that information gets out on, like, sure. how to crack them, the tracking stuff. Yeah, I'm sure like, that's, like, stuff you could just find in the dark web, you know? Just, like, yeah. open the tour up, and, uh, there it is. The dark web scares me. I just, I feel like <laughs> I'm very, like, yeah. kind of, like, integrity uh, kind. Like, I feel like I will just get caught, and oh, I feel yeah. like I know, like, at some point, if I'm doing something wrong, I'll probably get caught, mm. and I want don't want to, mm. I don't want to know, I, like, yeah. I want to be able to say I don't know anything, and that I'm not guilty, <laughs> like, I don't want to have yeah. to come up with the lie, because I'm, I'm a bad liar, I know I'm a bad liar, and I know I will yeah. just get caught. <laughs> no, dude, I, I feel that, I mean, honestly, like, I, I wouldn't do any illegal stuff off of the dark web other than, like, buying drugs, but you can't even buy drugs now anymore because everything has fentanyl in it. And, you know, I'm not you trying to, like, fucking die. Dude, as Shakira said, the hips don't lie. No, okay, whatever. Well, you know what there might not be fentanyl in? What? DMT pens. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, dude, they're putting DMT, excuse me, they're putting fentanyl in everything. What about like, weed? Why, why, why? Weed? Is, is fentanyl cheap? Yeah, why, that's why the whole the, point. Why are the people... You can get a stupid high off of a stupidly small amount. Yeah, but like, is it cheap to produce? Um, it must be. Yeah, I mean, otherwise it wouldn't be worth it. Well, yeah, of course it'd be cheap to produce just because of the like, quantity it's, you're producing. It's, it's about the fucking... It's, it's like the memes that you see uh, uh-huh. during Halloween, right? It's like, oh, parents, be careful. They're sending you know, sending kids home with ecstasy. And it's like, mm-hmm. bro, ecstasy is expensive as fuck. Nobody's sending your kids home with ecstasy. Yeah. I want the ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, that was like, that was always the wildest thing to me because I was like, I was, whenever I saw those, I was like, what fucking, like, do you just not like your drugs? Like, and you're trying to like scam these kids or something? Like, or are you just that dumb where you're like, oh, get the kitties on it. Try, <laughs> try this little. Trippy patch, bro. <laughs> the sour trippy patch. <laughs> it, yeah, like it, it has to be a situation like that. Otherwise, I really don't think like someone who like spent money on drugs is gonna give them out for free. Yeah, no. you know, unless they're just that high already, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Here you go, kiddos." <laughs> Some LSD for you. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally gave my mom got a new puppy. Oh, I thought that was um wow. I thought that was Jax. No. My mother got a new puppy. Um and speaking of giving kids drugs, <laughs> I accidentally switched the puppy treats with the like cannabis mm. treats which are for our other dog to like uh-huh. calm him down. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Did you get your baby dog? Uh, I I don't know, but she did. She was very calm and slept mm-hmm. very well afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she did. <laughs> Dude, why'd your uh, mom want a new dog? I don't know. Just because. Why do you want anything? I don't know. <laughs> Does she think Tippy and uh, Louie are going out soon? Tippy is going on 16 in June. So yeah, he's probably his. I mean. We thought he was going like two years ago when he was 14. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, uh, he's a I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he'll make it to 20. But I think my mom's just preparing here. What know? is the longest life expectancy for dogs? I'm sure a dog has been like 30 years old or something. Yeah. 30 year old dog. I know there's been 30 year old cats. Uh-huh. Maybe I know smaller dogs live longer. So maybe mm-hmm. like into the 20s. Yeah. But there's a dog that I saw in Italy. This thing looked like a dinosaur, dude. I mean, not like a dinosaur, like... No, just as an ancient looking, Like, yeah. its skin was, uh-huh. like, scale. Like, when you think of a dinosaur, it's, like, scaly, like... Yeah. And, the, like, the the owners would just give it, like, the leftover pasta at uh-huh. the end of the day. Or mm-hmm. whatever, the, not to be... So this boy was just a suffering, or, yeah. excuse me, begging for nutrients. Yep, and allegedly it was, like, 20 years old or more. Yeah. And... That's a fighter yeah, right there. Yeah, and it was, uh, it's probably dead now. It's been a while since I saw it, but yeah, no, dogs definitely uh, can get that old. Going back to the point about drugs. Yes, of course. Fentanyl is a Schedule two drug, which is insane to think about mm-hmm. because it is very cheap to produce. A yeah. kilo of fentanyl is $3,000. You need two milligrams to get high off of fentanyl. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You to get hot, like it. You yeah. do not need a large quantity, and that's why everyone is like it's being like thrown in like cocaine. It's being thrown in like um fucking LSD. You're not LSD, um, Molly. It's being thrown in a bunch of things because you can uh, cut your drugs, save money, and you know make more money because yeah. of that. Yeah, because they're still getting high. Yeah, exactly. Dude, this should not be a Schedule Two drug, just because of how cheap and how it, like you know fast it is to produce. Take it up with the U.S. government. You know, uh, marijuana shouldn't be a Schedule whatever drug it is. Schedule One drug. Schedule One drug. Yeah. Fuck. But uh, that's, that's, actually that's the feds for you. That's the feds. There's a lot of things that shouldn't be the way they are. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is nothing new, though. Yeah, nothing new. But uh, back to our conversation mm-hmm. on um, on legacy. What am I saying here? Yeah. Yes. Did you not write an outline? I did write an outline, but I'm not at the computer, my friend. <laughs> but that's okay. The legacy of drugs. Actually, th- that is that is kind of cool to think of, though. The ways people have augmented their, like, you know, mental um, state going through history. Like, the different ways that people have found to, like, just escape. It is definitely, like, a... I don't know if it's strictly and uniquely human, but humans, I feel like we get bored. And when we get bored, no, we need d- something to 
we need our minds to, uh, i think it's i think busy. it's just the animal thing because like there's like fucking uh, grizzly bears like huffing fucking jet fuel in russia i would say it's like a condition of life too because i mean theoretically maybe a plant could get high because all it is really is mm-hmm. what a chemical interaction with mm-hmm. with uh you know that life form yeah so there could be a certain chemical sure that causes like a plant to i don't know you you don't typically think of like plants as behaving mm-hmm. but you know um a plant behavior could be like opening yeah. and closing its stomach oh, yeah. to get an oxygen mm-hmm. so like i mean no dude you... like we've literally like we've seen like stuff like that in action not as far as like plants go but like um i've seen um videos where they'll like get a spider high and then it like starts like weaving like super fucked up uh, webs. Yeah. And it just can't do it right. Like, it, like there, there's a, like I think there's a capacity for like any being to get high, just like a, in your explanation, it's just, like, just a chemical reaction, and then your fucking that nerves are the firing. Change exactly. Yep. Dude, there's a really hilarious video of uh, I think this is in the 1980s when they were doing a bunch of tests on LSD. Uh, they got an entire platoon of the British military, military high and like made them do drills while the other side, like the defending side was not high mm-hmm. and the offensive side was high. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just like these people like running around, like climbing trees and shit, just mm-hmm. like doing fuck all. Yeah, they can't fucking do anything <laughs> because hilarious. they're impaired. <laughs> yeah, the organization, the offensive uh, organization probably goes out the window. Who is you, just, you, you can't like, function properly. You can't focus. I remember, like I remember anything. watching that video and like, I think it, the video ended with uh, the commentator saying, uh, this seems to be very ineffective. The leader of this uh, platoon ended up uh, looked at the guy who was climbing a tree high as fuck and was like, "Get down here!" Then started cl- laughing uncontrollably <laughs> and then fell down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it probably, you know, since they're in drill, it probably was a little less serious. But like, imagine like that scenario. But in like a real war situation sure. well, where here, like you're hmm. you're given like this hallucinogenic and thrown into battle. Yeah. Here's the thing: like when it comes to real world, uh, real war situations, I feel like people try to get high because like yeah. you don't want to think about the things. Well, that you're it's doing. it's literally escapism. Yeah, because yeah. like th- that was a huge problem in Vietnam. Uh, that's been a big problem and like. Uh, a lot of African countries where, like, you know, mm-hmm. child sol- soldiers were used. Did and you like, ever read, um, what was that, that book? Ishmael Bea was, was the author and the character in it. A Long Way Gone. It's about a child so- soldier. And I think maybe the country Senegal. But yeah, no, he talked about it in, in his book. His quote was like, when he was a child soldier, it came to the point where he was you know, doing cocaine, marijuana, and mm-hmm. all the stuff. Just yeah. to, and like the the adults who were like his leaders were just giving them mm-hmm. giving this to him. And he said there was a point where he couldn't tell the difference between his dreams and reality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah, the drugs are used as escapism, but then also in the point of like child soldiers too, used to brainwash, yeah, used to brainwash and just numb kids because mm-hmm. like. They can't think for themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't know. I don't even know what's going on. They hardly like you know. They probably hardly know right from wrong in the yeah. first place. They don't know why they're fighting. Mm-hmm. But then just to confuse them and numb them even more. 
good point. Good point with the uh, the escapism with scary with shit. Yeah. How, our, I feel like sometimes our our conversations devolve to, into drug use, but it is kind of just like it's a very big part of humanity. Yeah, it it's is. Like you know, everybody has their own way of getting high, be it like alcohol or weed, naturally high, naturally uh, high, fucking of, running, or whatever crazy you know and adrenaline stimulate stimulation mm -hmm. some people have fucked up ways of getting high yeah agreed <laughs> are you why do you like look at me like that <laughs> what do you mean i just said yeah agreed. okay i thought you were like no i wasn't was an accusatory no, i wasn't insinuating <laughs> okay. anything i'm just like nah dude like there there are a lot of people that get you know can only get their kicks off doing very very specific things um and to their detriments um they they cannot um they cannot function not not necessarily function otherwise but um they can only um achieve their excitement or pleasure yeah. in that manner just the temporary mm -hmm. uh, uh bliss temporary mm -hmm. rush that they're getting and chase it again yeah it's the pursuit of ecstasy I mean, dude, I don't even really care about any of that. Like, um, I I am very aware that all of this is temporary. Like, all the way to like the fucking happiness. Happiness is temporary. I think like um, uh, we. I think society as a whole has like kind of pushed the idea of, you know, the pursuit of happiness. You know, we're all in the pursuit of happiness, trying to like you know do what makes us happy. Blah 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 blah. You know, that's like true for the most part but um You're not gonna be happy all the time exactly and it's impossible which is why you can't chase it you just kind of have to like live in the moment and just like um let your emotions and like these actions like hit you as they come yeah live your life to how, how you know or where you know um mm -hmm. you're gonna have your happy moments mm -hmm. um try and handle your yep. hard and sad moments mm -hmm. of course because if you're like happy all the time then i feel like at a certain point um, you, it's not even like true happiness anymore. You're just like living in this state because, yeah. um, what did 50 cents say? Joy wouldn't be so good if it wasn't for pain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, like you, you need that like sadness and like, you know, sometimes misery in order to better appreciate, you know, those highs. Have the have happiness them. stand out. Exactly. Yep. Very, uh, wise words. Oh and sometimes, sometimes it's forgotten. Sometimes mm -hmm. I definitely forget that. Mm -hmm. No, no, man, it, it's hard because, like, you, you know, you can be like stuck in like a rut for like a minute, and everything. Like, and I think especially for like a lot of like young people, like us included, and like whether it be like early twenties, mid twenties, or just like your twenties in general, you know, you're just like our expectations are so high. Yes, either expectations others have for us, uh -huh. or we have mm -hmm. for ourselves. Oh yeah. I mean, like, we're just, there's a lot of stuff, like, shoved in your face from, like, um, a young age. And more and then, more now, too. I mean, oh, yeah. you get so much information, so much, uh, mm -hmm. It's like, what, what, what do you want to change, though? Like, do, do you want to go to, like, fucking Oonga Boonga, go kill the deer? 
I mean, I still fish and hunt. So yeah, yeah but like, I, I, I get. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't I need to go like all the way of, back to. I feel man. like all of this is just like you know, mm-hmm. natural progression of how like you know humanity is gonna be. Yeah, it's like you can't you can't bitch and moan about it. Like that's that's just how it is. It's gonna stay like that because it's what works for us now. That's that's not true at all, um, because. No matter what, there's always a breaking point to everything. Well, yeah. You can always, like, push Dude, something. You're, you're the one who's talking about, like, how, uh-huh. like, you know, everything is, like, uh, uh-huh. temporary. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there is a breaking point for everything. Mm-hmm. The sun's going to explode. Yeah. Well, shit all. I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. Dude, when I first learned the sun was going to explode, watching, like, whatever discovery channel uh-huh. as a kid i was like oh fuck. i was depressed <laughs> oh, i was so depressed i'm like like you were gonna be there to see it the happen. world's gonna end <laughs> fuck man that's so sad everyone's gonna be gone <laughs> we only got four billion years <laughs> left <laughs> i'm gonna, gonna i'm gonna miss my parents bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> no dude that's, that's like all that's gonna happen eventually but like you know if if like humanity figures it out we'll be like long gone before the fucking sun blows up oh huh. i wonder wh- when did you start realizing the um mm-hmm. the limits of your mortality I don't know, um, probably around, like, middle school, high school-ish, because I was, like, raised very, like, or, you know, raised uh, somewhat religiously. Mm-hmm. So, like, at at a point uh, when I was younger, I believed in God. I believed in, like, salvation, mm-hmm. and heaven and whatnot. And slowly, as I, like, kind of, like, grew up, learned like science in school but then also it's just like making my own discoveries you mm-hmm. know i realized uh all of that was kind of bullshit and then with that um, uh-huh. <clears throat> with that probably came my like it was it was kind of like the five stages mm-hmm. of grief you know it was uh, <laughs> i was like in denial and depression uh-huh. and i was all sad and now I'm definitely I'm uh-huh. at acceptance and I've moved mm-hmm. far past that. So mm-hmm. I you know that part. There that. Um I don't know. I mean I wasn't concerned about fucking dying in high school or middle school or anything like that. I only start I don't think I like even now I still don't really care. Like literally if I die tomorrow, oh well, I guess, you know, didn't get to do the things I wanted. That's life. Um but like as far as like being aware of it i mean yeah probably probably 20s like just like as far as like oh okay i have to like work now do something and then i'm gonna retire one day and then you know die yeah like i don't know i don't think there's anything glamorous about death yeah Yeah. everyone has to go through it human human thing Mm -hmm. No, but like you know, it's 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 interesting to see how people come and come into terms or like come to the realization. Because like you know, when you're a kid, you're like, "Damn, I'm gonna live forever." Yeah. Shit, bro. Like I can do anything. Don't even, you don't even have that concept. You're just like, I'm just living. Yep. You don't even have a, like the thought of you'll live forever. The live forever thought it doesn't even cross your mind. Yeah, but like stuff like that, where like you know, he heard that the sun was gonna explode, and he was like. Mm-hmm in grief yeah because he was like damn 
that's going to be a sad day to mm-hmm. see. <laughs> yeah, and it was like the animation of like the sun like expanding and the yeah. earth being like enveloped, and I'm like, damn, we all gonna burn. <laughs> the hellfire is raising. Uh-huh. It was like you know that kid that that version of Cooper Benson did not have any clue that he was ever gonna die. <laughs> it was just like wow. This insane thing is happening. Maybe I'll die then. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Like, um, to that effect, I think um, one thing that uh, does, like, happen often for parents is, like, you know what, um, similar to the sex talk, you eventually have to have the death talk when inevitably, like, your first pet dies and you're like, oh, you know, why did Mr. Snuffles die? I or a family was member, to... too. That's oh, yeah, yeah family, exactly. And you're like, oh, why, why did that happen? And, you know, like, you have to, like, d- discuss that with your parents. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's a, another really big thing. Um, and I don't know. I feel like that's, that's a lot for, like, a, a little kid with, like, emotions that are already, like, super, like, big. Yeah. You know? It's just life. I think, what was that like? I think I was like seven or eight when like I I realized that like people could die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I, I remember, I remember that talk because like, um, it, it was it was weird it was very different because like it was not someone related to us mm-hmm. so like there wasn't investment in this you know life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like it was more of like uh people in my house just being like oh why are they crying so much people mm-hmm. die and like i was like oh so that's how it is mm-hmm. so that like you know you just, just don't be sad right like people die like you know mm-hmm. what what's the point of crying in it so like that that was my first did you like, like not have a the like understanding of relationships no but like it's it's it, the way that it was introduced to me it was mm-hmm. like you know this was this is somebody that's like mm-hmm. not really i'm not really in touch with mm-hmm. Like, you know, somebody who dies, like, forced... Well, yeah, sure. Like, if you had, like, no relationship, like, you didn't even know this person. It was, like, a, I don't know, like, it's a like family friend or something. going to a funeral. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it was literally a funeral procession, like, going mm-hmm. through the, like, you know, sure. road that we were living yeah, on. Yeah, no, it, like, probably would not affect you whatsoever. Yeah, and it was just, like, people were crying mm-hmm. because, you know, they were related to mm-hmm. him. Sure. And, like, I just remember, like, people, like, in my house being like, hey, like, why are they crying so much? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, like normal for people to drop like your relatives yeah we're just saying like oh it just happens yeah it's pretty cold yeah no (sighs) they're 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 like mad they're like damn like you're upsetting the the fucking mood of the house right now why are you crying so much why are you crying so ugly yeah that's that's like hella fucks yeah nah fucking hypocritical as shit because like you know uh once it happened in the family wow everyone's crying i was cold as shit Everybody was crying. I was like, why the fuck are you crying, bro? <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> that's what they taught you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, dude, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, you have some fucking sympathy. Yep. Yeah. That's life, I guess. I don't know. Oh, well. 
Oh, this certainly got deep very quickly. <laughs> Transitioned from, uh, well, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. that's the whole thing about with the legacy is like, we're all going to die. Mm -hmm. We all want to be remembered in some sense at least. Sure. So. Well, no, I think like, you just gotta, you just gotta stop taking yourself so seriously. I mean, you want people to cry for you when you die, right? I want people to rave for me when I die. I want an open bar on my funeral. I mean, like that's that's not even so, like something I'm like considering, like as of right now, like um, just because it is simply just it is not it is not something I am that's even on my radar. Yeah, me neither. I will know? make sure to take out a hefty life insurance just so I can make that rave happen. <laughs> Our pawns will. Yes. $20,000 goes to champagne. Way more. <laughs> Way more. $30,000 for lighting. Yes. $50,000 for the flamer fuel. If the budget for this Jesus. is not like at least two mil, wow. I, Dude, I did not that do is it. Your life insurance policy is huge. That is a huge life insurance policy. Yeah, yeah. You better be like big baller status at that point. We'll see. We'll see. It's the dream. Jesus fucking Christ! Can you even have like life insurance if you're uber rich? Because like your family oh, yeah. wouldn't even need it. Definitely. Why not? Just because you're uber rich doesn't mean mm. you don't want more money. Like, <laughs> I know, but I'm just like, I was just like thinking about that. Like, if you're if you're already super rich, why would you need like a life insurance policy? I mean, even better reason to have buy yeah. life insurance because mm. you have the money to pay for a really sure. good life insurance. Yeah, policy. yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, and like, and there's inheritance tax, mm. right? Yeah. So maybe your life insurance simply covers the inheritance. Sure. Tax. Okay. <laughs> to, okay. So then to that point, yeah, they, it, like it'll probably like offset it. Yeah. Yeah. The death. The death tax. Crazy. Yeah. Really Why is that out. crazy though? I'm just like, I don't know. It's just I I don't think the government should be taking that much of a tax of um the money you've made that is for your family. Okay, but say I mean you've made millions, mm -hmm. millions, billions mm -hmm. um with the government's help too. Because mm -hmm. I mean, you're probably getting some sort of subsidy or whatever. Sure. Um you know, avoiding taxes or whatever. Yeah. Most successful then, people make their money on borrowed money. And then also, you know, what if you made your money off of the government? I don't know. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. our, to Arpon's point, yeah, borrowed money. But it's not like your children work to do mm -hmm. any of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. you want to, like, pass that on to your family. Mm -hmm. But I mean, look, man, like, the higher up you go, like, the more irrelevant it is. Yeah. Well, like, I'm really just thinking more so, um, like, middle class to upper middle class. The middle class gets fucked. Yeah. Oh, the middle class gets fucked. What, the middle like, class pays for everything. Everything, And yeah. then the lower poverty class works and mm -hmm. does everything. Mm -hmm. Like, well, does, you know, everything everyone else doesn't want to do. Yes, sir. <laughs> Gotta love the... That's why. Take care of the working class. They're important. And... Nothing would happen otherwise. Makeshift American caste system. <laughs> I um, read an article today. Today, okay. um, in 1899, was okay. the... Uh, uh, well, I, I forget the name of the town, but a mining mm -hmm. like union in Idaho, 1899, on April 29th. Um, <clears throat> a thousand uh, miners... 
mm-hmm. road. And it started off as 250 people. Mm-hmm. They took a train to like this main mine uh, base camp. I forget the name of the town, but mm-hmm. they're picking up miners along the way, all like pro-union. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, protesting, rioting. They took 3,000 pounds of dynamite, blew up the mine, burned down the management mm-hmm. uh, place, mm-hmm. the the management house, depot or the mining the the mining house. Or, so the they blew depot, up the right? mine. They blew up the mine and burned down like the manager's house mm-hmm. or a you know, depot. Yeah. Um, and uh, the federal government or like the local officials. Um, and like the 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 owners of like the mining company pressured the federal government to bring in troops, and they just started mm-hmm. arresting people indiscriminately and throwing them in. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Even, they threw them in like a barn at first, and as more and yeah. more people were arrested, they just forced the prisoners to erect their own prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to force the prisoners to make their own fucking prisons, yeah. But I mean, I mean, it just kind of goes to uh-huh. show how far. And it was like something like <clears throat> mm-hmm. they t- dropped their wages from mm-hmm. like three fifty a day down to three dollars. Mm-hmm. And the mining union was like, "Yeah, we're not gonna work with that." Yeah. And the the owners of the mine said, "We would rather shut down for twenty years than give into your demands." <laughs> <laughs> And so they shut yeah. it down. But for, I mean, yeah, it just goes to show how far we come. Uh, and I like, mean, dude, dude, like, imagine, like, even from, like, that jump, uh, even further back, it was, like, that's wild to me. Because I, I when I think of that, I think of when um, we used to have, like, you know, those, like, mining towns. And in those mining towns, you couldn't even get paid in, like, real money. Yeah. You were getting, you know, minor bucks. Yeah, because it's go, like you live in the mining town. Exactly. And it's like they're paying... You, you have to pay to live in that town. Exactly. So it's basically you're just kind of like... Mm-hmm. So like you're literally, your money is no good anywhere <laughs> else but bucks. that fucking day, like location. Dude, mine, bucks. Mine, minor bucks. Like coal mine fires are actually scary as shit though. Because yeah. like those things do not go out. There's a coal oh, mine... Oh, yeah, they're just burning. There's a coal mine that has been on fire since 1962. It's still going. Or I wonder it? how uh, that's interesting because, like, if it's it's it must be like so far underground, right? Yeah, if, it must be like a, a very slow burn and kind of like a it's Where not like it? a raging fire because, like, in, it can't, there's not enough oxygen to get down there, right? It is in Pennsylvania, hmm. United States. Yeah, there's the problem with the carbon being emitted in the atmosphere there. <laughs> it's not, not all our cars and everything and the jet fuel. It's that mine burning. Yeah, bro. All that goddamn coal, bro. Uh, yeah, should another um, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a sh- kind of a shout out to our listeners here. <laughs> if any of you guys are kind of uh, pro labor, <clears throat> which I would hope you are in some sense, but read. <laughs> Um, the coal miner, I think it's or it's like something like the coal miner, the coal miner. It's it's a essay by George Orwell, um, and it basically he describes the the life and the livelihood of a coal mm-hmm. miner um, back in the day during like the turn of the century, yeah, um, and just the just the horrible conditions that they'd go through, 
crawling through sometimes over a mile, miles to get to the coal vein, um, working, and they're not paid until they get to where they're going to be. So it's like an, you know, an hour, sometimes more to crawl to where this coal is. And they're only paid for the time that they're mining. It's kind of like how flight attends, attendants are only paid when they're when they're flying and not when Wait, boarding really? and everything. This is a huge thing, dude. Flight attendants, at least I know on Delta. I don't know yeah. if, about other um, companies. I think but Emirates does that too. Yeah. They're not. Think think about mm-hmm. it, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, mm-hmm. and we're going to look back and say, really, the flight attendants were not paid when they're there at the airport. Mm-hmm. They're only paid once the doors on the plane shut. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, okay, it's 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 going back to the coal miner thing. So, uh-huh. it's, it's just drawing a, a similarity thing. But, like, yeah, they're, the the horrible conditions and, and life of the coal miner, they're completely covered in soot and, mm-hmm. and black, breathing all this stuff in. And he described it as, like, you know, these people work and toil their lives away. Um, and back in the day, coal is how everyone got their heat. Mm-hmm. Um, ju- and to him, it's like every day or every every week some dude just comes with a bag of coal and like there there's this coal and like we we don't even think about these people um working beneath our feet you could say and there's plenty of people in society just like the coal miner they're underground working beneath our feet um working so we can live the lives that we're living Mm -hmm. um so that's why i'm very like pro pro labor movement pro pro worker i mean no because like like workers are the foundation that makes this country and any other country without them nothing happens nothing moves nothing gets anywhere and we're just all just playing around with our dicks in our hands yes we are yeah or metaphorical dicks metaphorical dicks of course of course the metaphorical um but anyways you got a money moves for us today I was figuring we would talk about what everyone else was talking about, and mm-hmm. that's the acquisition. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the major acquisition. Elon Musk. And it's always Did you know he actually buy Twitter. Yes, yeah, I think like it was. It? I think it was this week. Oh, so so he's actually done it now. This, yeah, this past week he, like, he forty four billion owned per company now. I think it's still public. As of now, but I, something about Mr. Uh, Muck. Sorry, M- Musk. No, I meant Muck. Uh, Mr. Muck is uh, <laughs> is trying to get it to go private again, I think. Um, um, anyway, so I don't know. So the, the whole future of the, uh, the social media network is um, not, so, not so much up in the air, but it is subject to change. That's crazy, um, though. That's kind of scary, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the, he's he's saying uh, under under the guy. Well, I wouldn't say under the guys, but his like his whole thing is um, increasing uh, free speech, less restrictions. Um, oh, great! An edit button for your tweet because I guess you can't edit your tweet after you've published it, um, among other things. So. Uh, a uh, huge billionaire using like a, a not even it's like a a small slice of his fortune to buy an entire social network 
Wow. Yeah, he did. How much for? On Monday this week, Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion. It would be like, it's like you buying this uh, brand new light. Mm -hmm. It's You buying this brand new light is like <laughs> Elon Musk purchasing Twitter. It's like hardly, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to say hardly anything, but like, it's his net worth is he's not in any trouble. Mm. Like it's, oh, yeah. it wasn't like he just did it because he could. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Literally. So, no, um, dude. That for the longest time. Well, I think a while ago. I know um, earlier um, he owned like nine point. I think it was nine point two percent. Then he had fourteen percent, and I thought he was at fourteen for the longest time. But this week, you really fucked around and bought the whole bitch. Yeah. Cause like I thought like um, Twitter was trying to stop him from um, buying all of uh, all of the company because uh, they were trying to make him a, a shareholder, and uh, one of the rules of being a shareholder is you can't own more than fifty one percent of Twitter. But I think he denied it. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. he's uh, he's clearly got the capital <laughs> to uh, persuade. Dude, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't like that, man. I don't. I don't like Elon, Elon Musk owning all of Twitter. No, I don't. I don't like the guy either. I feel like that just no. that's just like kind of like Kanye. People just ride his dick. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think some ride sort his of dick hard, bro. We we talked about this when uh, Mishka was in, as far as just uh, the Elon Musk dick riders. And He's how uh, just follow yeah. him to Mars. <laughs> so going back to legacy, Elon uh -huh. Musk has. Far uh, mm. exceeded. Yeah, he's just one upping and one upping and one upping his yeah. his legacy here, mm -hmm. you know. And that's just, you know, yeah, dude. I think I Tesla's feel like he, here to stay. He sees himself as like a, a Thomas Edison mm -hmm. or some something like Tony that. Tony Stark. Mm. Uh, yeah, he sees himself <laughs> something like that, you know. No, he's, dude, I wouldn't say. Uh, actually, no, I was gonna say he's more like um. Who's a who's the Superman villain? The Superman Lex Luthor. Yeah, I was gonna say Lex Luthor, Luther, but um, Bezos is more of a Lex Luthor type. Yes, I think Lex Luthor was bald, or at least in some renditions of Superman, perhaps. Um, Anyways, uh -huh. how how long have we been going? Uh, hour ten minutes. Damn. All right. Um, that's my money move for the week. Mm -hmm. Um, another money moves is, um. I've heard this. I heard this on a YouTube channel, um, uh -huh. but I'm gonna say it here. Okay. Um, save early and save often. Mm -hmm. um, the earlier you save, the more your money will compound. Mm -hmm. um, I just opened up a fresh retirement fund mm -hmm. that I will be uh, and saving often too. Yeah. Uh, put no, money into it dude, if, you, if you can. Mm -hmm. If you can, it's no, not dude, everyone is able to, but you got it because you are not. We are not getting any social security. No, no one is coming to help you. The government is not going to help you. No, doesn't matter if you vote Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, mm -hmm. third party, whatever. No one's coming to help you, uh, especially if you're not born into a rich family or mm -hmm. you don't have like the resources and help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nah, you on your own. Figure it out. Yep. And that's the harsh reality. We would love someone to help us out. And mm -hmm. I mean, I would love for things to be different, mm -hmm. but it's the harsh reality. Yep. Um, harsh reality we live in.
I'm sorry for anyone who does not have the opportunity to uh, save early. No, no, okay, no, no, no. Everyone has the opportunity to save. It is just how much. Yeah. You know, and like to your uh, sentiments. Whether it be pennies uh, in the jar or the retirement fund. Yeah. No, dude, to your sentiments, the earlier you start, the more it makes a difference later. So even if you start small now, you know, that stuff compounds. You can grow it over time. No matter how much you have, you can still not necessarily save, but like invest. Because saving your money is a terrible idea. Don't just leave your money in the bank. Um, with mattress the rate fund. that fucking inflation, <laughs> Mr. Krabs, yeah. mattress you don't fund. want that. No, with the fucking rate inflation is going at right now, um, yeah, you're gonna have some problems if you do that. Dude, Wouldn't think, recommend. Think about the fucking hot tub fund that we had. Hot tub fund? Yeah. I remember that, dude. I just turned into the beer fund. That's what it yeah. was. The fuck is the hot tub fund? We had a jar at your house uh, above the sink. Above the sink, it was a hot tub fund, but it just evolved into the beer fund because mm. we're never actually gonna save up for a hot tub. <laughs> Which, actually, if uh-huh. we all pre- maybe pooled in, we probably yeah. could have had a hot tub. Yeah, granted, who would have taken care of it? It would have mm. been gross. Mm. Yeah. But we would have. I mean, what the fuck would have happened to it after college? Burn it. Burn, Burn that bitch. <laughs> I would be down for a hot tub. While we're in it. <laughs> bro. Hey, bro. I thought you were environmentally conscious. Conscious. Dude, after that couch. <laughs> and the black smoke going off of that. Dude. I have no clue hey, how we did a, not a, get arrested for that shit, dude. After that, a black angel hey. came down and he took my environmental halo off me and flew away. <laughs> The angel was black because of the smoke, by the way. This is uh, the hey, vice you, president you of can the get environmental it back. club. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can get it back. You just got to work hard and, you know, start making a difference. I know. I know. Yeah. I've been. I, hey, was I not the most squish- Was I not the most diligent and uh, uh-huh. the most the on top of the recycling out of all of us in if, college? If you were drunk, agree that. was I not? I would agree. <laughs> if you weren't drunk. I feel like even if I was drunk, I was... Pissed while I was stomping around, mm. grabbing uh, beer cans, saying, mm. recycle this shit, bitch. Yeah. No, I, I cannot deny this. But that was just because I had that role, and, you know, I had to play the part. But on the real, though, recycle. Just, yeah. uh, recycle what you can. The best thing you can recycle is aluminum. That's the most mm-hmm. recyclable thing because yeah. it can just be melted. Mm-hmm. Down. Avoid using plastics. Yep. Plastics are basically unrecyclable. Aluminum no matter is how much people cheaper tell you. to recycle than mine. Yeah, aluminum is the uh, most uh, thrown away, but is the most recyclable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do your civic sad. duty. Very sad. All right, that's um, I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm, I got, that's all I have. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then, um, this has been this week's episode of the we Live and Learn Pod Podcast. Podcast. That was, that was so Living fucking out of sync. The co- the Cast pod, learning live. <laughs> um. Anyways, as per usual, thanks for coming out. Thanks and uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next week. I love you. <laughs> I don't. Goodbye. <laughs>